Hi, beautiful beings, and welcome to the Astrology Human Design Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey, here to teach you on all things astrology and human design so that you can understand these modalities and how to use them in your life to heal from your conditioning and align with your life purpose and your highest self. A little bit about me. I'm a 1-3 sacral manifesting generator, a Taurus sun, a Libra rising, and a Sagittarius moon. And Venus and Gemini rules my chart. If you're wanting to learn more about the basics of understanding your astrology and human design charts, my book, The Cosmos Within You, is a great place to start. This is an ebook. It's your all-in-one guide for understanding the language of astrology and human design and really how to apply these concepts to your life in a way that's easy and simple and practical practical a lot of the information about human design out there just doesn't make a whole lot of sense (laughs) so i am here to change that and to bring you the information in a way that helps you to actually apply it and to use this knowledge to better your life so if you're interested in learning more about how to understand human design astrology and your charts and having an all-in-one guide check out my ebook the cosmos within you it'll be linked down in the show notes below and you can also get to it through heading to my website and just scrolling down on the home page of my website In other exciting news, the Understand Astrology and Human Design School is now open for enrollment and live, starting with Astrology's Level 1 and 2, as well as Human Design Level 1 and 2. The Understand Astrology and Human Design School is my online course platform and your go-to resource for learning everything you need to know about the inner workings of astrology and human design, especially if you want to become a reader or just someone who's really well-versed in astrology or human design or both. When it's all said and done, it's going to be anywhere from 20 to 30 hours of content of learning about astrology and human design. So we go super deep into all the facets and different levels of astrology and human design and how to combine them as well if you're interested in learning more about how they intercept and how they integrate into each other. That's something that I'll be going over in the course as well. So you can check that out in the show notes below if you're interested in enrolling in the school. So I hope to see you there. Hey y'all and welcome back to another weekly energy update on the astrology and human design podcast. This is for the week of March 21st and this week has been quite an interesting week so far. I Man, that full moon energy last weekend was really intense and I did not do much of anything over the weekend or so far the first two days of this week. (laughs) Um, The energy has been really intense lately and it's really creating this kind of limbo feeling for a lot of us. Um, I'd argue all of us are kind of experiencing this in one way or another And like I touched on last week, if you listened to the episode from last week, I was talking about how we have had this emotional wave in transit, the 1949 um, channel, which is in one of the emotional waves in human design. And that has really prompted for all of us to be acting as emotionals and to be experiencing these emotional waves that this channel creates. And This channel specifically is based off of need. So it creates these kind of um, 
really intense highs and lows that are based off of basic human needs, um, physical touch, just really kind of needing to be around people that really understand us and that really get us, um, and to kind of have this connection, these connections that really bring us joy. But the flip side of that, right, is kind of feeling that melancholy as emotional waves create highs and lows, (laughs) emotional highs and lows. There's a oscillation to any emotional wave. If you're an emotional authority, you know this. You live with this. You have lived with this your whole life. And those of us, the other 49% of us that are not emotionals and don't really experience this often have really been thrown for a loop this past weekend. And really this whole past week and like most of this week is going to be kind of that energy. Um, So it's a really just... I was, it's funny, I was actually talking to a client about this and how relating this month to January a little bit because January felt similar to this energy, although it was more on like an internal level. Like we were all kind of experiencing this individually, like in our own little bubbles, right? We were kind of like in hermit mode back in January. And now we're experiencing this energy kind of similar to the same energy as January, but it's just in a different way. It's in a more external way and in a way where it's kind of having us seek community, having us seek connection, having us seek um, like a mutual understanding of these feelings through intimacy and vulnerability. And that's really what this wave pulls for and calls for is for us to seek um, to bring people together, to experience joy and pleasure. Um, And it has also been calling for us to just kind of lay low and to sit out and ride out, rather ride out these waves so that we don't make any rash decisions right now because we're not meant to. The clarity comes with time. And that's really what this past week and these past really kind of two weeks have been calling for us to do. And really kind of most of March has, has felt this way. And this is the week where things really start to shift. I feel like I've been saying that for a while and things have been shifting, but not in the way that I was expecting them to, which has been a little bit hard to articulate. But this week, since we had, we're we're now in Aries season, happy Aries season, like it's the astrology new year, we're really beginning a new chapter. And I feel like this will really start to crystallize with the Aries new moon on the 31st or the 1st of April, depending on where you are in the world. But we're kind of just still in this little limbo transition, like caterpillar to a butterfly chrysalis phase right now. And again, it's really prompting for us to seek out connection and and a mutual bond through the the mutuality of these feelings and of this kind of limbo-ness so that we have people to support us and to empower us through it and also mirror back to us kind of what we want, how we want to take direction, how we want to take action moving forward once we do come into that clarity, when this all kind of passes and when this fog lifts. Um, I, I, I mean, although it does look like this week is getting better just because this emotional wave is ending, it's moving on. It, this has been caused by Venus and Mars being in gate 19 and we have Saturn in gate 49. Um, and so that's creating the 1949 channel. But that's moving on. So Venus is moving into gate 13. It's actually already in gate 13 as I'm recording this. And Mars will be moving into gate 13 on Thursday. So this emotional wave will be ending. Actually, Mars will be moving into gate 13 late on Wednesday. So this emotional wave will be ending late on in the evening on Wednesday, depending on where you are. I'm in mountain time. So it'll be around, I believe, like 
evening, like 6 to 8 p.m. Mountain Time is kind of when this energy will lift and will move on and Mars will join Venus in Gate 13, although Mars is still a little bit behind Venus because Venus has started to move more quickly than Mars now. So like I said last week, they're ending their, they've ended their situationship that lasted about a month. So Venus is moving on faster than Mars this week and really kind of leaving Mars behind. And it's getting closer and closer to Saturn. So that's one of the highlights of this week is we have Venus moving closer and closer to Saturn, which it will not exactly conjunct Saturn until the moon what does as well um, next week on Monday. But I'll get into that towards the end of the episode. Um, I'm also going to be, I believe I touched on this last week. I'm going to be changing up the way I'm doing these. So I'll probably be doing them like when I'm releasing them now, like about midweek and then including like an update for this week. And then I'm giving you guys a little glimpse of what next week will be like as well. And then obviously in the next episode, I'll go more in depth into next week and then kind of branch off and to give you guys a sneak peek. So I'm kind of going to be doing like a week and a half of forecasting on these episodes and I'm doing it more energetically versus going over like day to day what's going on because yeah just changing things up that's really also what the energy is calling for right now too is like how can we reassess what we've been doing how can we change things how can we do things that feel more in alignment with us that feel more uh feel I was about to say feel more better (laughs) that just feel like yeah that just feel more better for us to do like what like you don't have to do things like everyone else has been doing them or like everyone in your industry is telling you you need to do them like and we're really experiencing that right now like it's like time to take action towards those changes we want to make i've been saying this for weeks and it's really just starting to kind of like be honed in right now and get more and more clear to us like what that action is and how we can how we can implement it in our lives so i also want to just preface by saying that um, you know, this week has been rough and sleep cycles have been off, like just kind of expect that things are just going to be off and things are really just going to be wonky right now because there's just a lot of weird energy happening. There's a lot of us experiencing activations and upgrades and, um, accelerations of energy. And even though nothing's really, it seems like nothing's really going on physically, like, we're not really seeing a whole lot of changes in our day-to-day life. And maybe you are. This, I mean, this depends obviously on where this energy is affecting you and your individual charts. But for me, speaking for me personally, I haven't really been experiencing much change in my day-to-day. It really just feels like this change is happening more so on an energetic level. So even if it doesn't seem like things are happening or things are getting better, just know that they are. And it's usually when <laughs> those times that we think that, that there's a lot going on behind the scenes energetically that we can't see that's going through a lot of shifts, that's going through a lot of changes. And I myself have been experiencing just a, a realignment with my true self, with my actual chart, with my human design. And I've really been honing in big, like in a really big way for this for, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say at this point, but I've really been just making a lot of major changes to realign myself with like my true design and my, and like really, as they say in human design, like following my, like, oh my God, wh- what am I even trying to say? <laughs> as they say in human design, I'm really like taking my experiment seriously and I'm experimenting with more and more that I'm learning about my chart. And one of those things that I've really been focused on for the last I want to say almost a year now is indirect determination. And if you don't know what determination is in human design, it's your unique eating style as well as how you um, 
process information, process, receive, and like regurgitate information. And your determination will tell you what the best ways are for you to digest food as well as information. And that is one of the greatest conditioning aspects of your chart is really looking at, okay, what is the correct way for me to eat? And what is the the incorrect way for me to eat? And how have I been conditioning myself maybe in that incorrect way and kind of feeding, right, that part of me that's my not self? And so that's really what determination has been for me and like an experiment of the past year or so. Um, And the more and more more and more I align myself with this. Man, I'm so ready for Mercury to be out of Pisces. Like I can't words. I haven't been able to words the whole time that Mercury's been in Pisces. Um, I'm really ready for, and it's like conjunct Neptune right now. So communication is spacey. Dreams are weird. Mental space is weird. We feel a little foggy. It's all right. It's all good. We're rolling through it. (laughs) We're flowing through it. Um, So I've been following my determination more and more. And just noticing like, wow, I truly am a night owl. When I allow myself to be a night owl, when I allow myself to really only eat at night, I feel so much better. I get so much more done. I'm so much more productive and creative and I just get so much more ideas and things just like really flow more freely in my life. And this also is like a better, it's a better utilization of my energy. Just like everything gets better in my life when I really follow my determination. And If you're still like confused on how determination is calculated, it comes from the arrows in your chart. Um, I believe there's a website called My Human Design that will tell you your determination. I use Genetic Matrix, as you guys probably know. It's my favorite website. I don't look at any other websites for human design because Genetic Matrix is my go-to. It's my favorite. It's the best. Um, And I also have a guide to all the variables in human design. If you're like, oh, I want to learn more about my, ter- my determination and also like what my view is and what my cognition is and what all this really means, I have an environment as well. Um, that's really important too. And another aspect of that, maybe I'll touch on in a later episode. But yeah, following my, de- oh, I got off on a tangent. My human design variables guide walks you through all of the arrows in your chart and has a lot of visuals for not only how you can find them and how you can interpret them but like what it means for you in really great detail and how you can practically apply that to your life because most of the information out there about variables doesn't make a whole lot of sense, like at least what I've come across in my thorough research. So I put together a guide that is on my website. And I also, this is like a little housekeeping thing, have been making a lot of changes to my website. So go check those out if you haven't visited my website recently. It's astrologyhumandesign.com. I've made a lot of changes, added some new things, and I will be adding more in the coming weeks and months. So that's something exciting that I wanted to share with you guys that I'm so looking forward to is just getting everything streamlined to my website and doing less content for social media because honestly, it's exhausting and it leads me to um, just kind of not wanting to do a whole lot. So that's where I'm transitioning things is good there. I'm going to be housing more stuff and keeping more stuff on my website as well as YouTube and posting a lot more here as well. Uh, More educational episodes and things like that will be coming soon. So stay tuned for those as as well as like just keeping up with these weekly updates. Um, Oh man, I got on a big tangent there. But anyways, yeah, I'm recording this at like almost 11 p.m. at night. And this is like the best part of the day for me to do this because it's literally when I have the most energy. And that's what indirect me following my indirect determination has really helped me with is the utilization of my energy. Like it's not just about 
eating, but it's also about like information. And when my brain like literally turns on, usually happens to be at night. Like I don't tend to do much during the day. And then at night is when I really start to like get a bunch of ideas and want to do stuff, want to learn about stuff, want to share about stuff, want to create content and things like that and create things like this. So I'm really just learning to align with that for myself. And it has been such a transformative journey for me to like follow my determination as well as really being aware of my environment and how that plays into this too. Like needing to have the my environment set up for whatever what what my ideal environment is in human design and how those both really play into each other as a, a better utilization of energy as well as like really just aligning with the correct opportunities for me. Like it's it's not only about ease of and flow in my life and like utilization of my energy, but also about just like timing and where is the best place for me to do things, what time of day is the best place for me to do things and align myself with correct opportunities for me. And so it's been life-changing. And I just wanted to share that with you guys because I feel like it's something in human design that's not as talked about as like strategy and authority. And yes, strategy and authority is like the most important it's your it's your number one step for human design and like learning about your and study and applying your human design experimenting with your design but determination is like honestly the second biggest thing for me that has really changed um everything and has really also helped me align better with all the other parts of my design um okay story time is over (laughs) i'm gonna get more into the updates for this week now So like I said earlier, we have Venus moving into gate 13 this week at the beginning of the week, as well as uh, Mars will be joining Venus there late on Wednesday, ending the emotional wave that we've all been experiencing for the past two weeks. Thank goodness. Um, And so gate 13 is the gate of the listener. This gate is really like a gatherer of information. Um, it's like a keeper of secrets and it kind of lends people to feeling comfortable to sharing things with one another. So this, when this gate is in transit, this really creates like this, um, just sense of like connection and community and kind of like a craving for us to create that and to kind of like put that as a focus in our life, especially with Venus and Mars here. It's like, that's really becoming like a need is to have more community, to be more just like social and to really commune with those people that like feel like our people and feel like we can just like share and really talk things and bounce ideas off of. Um, So that's really kind of what I feel like this week is kind of how the energy is shifting. It's like, okay, there's all these things coming up and we really are kind of feeling this way. And then we start to talk to people and be like, oh, you're feeling this way too. Like I thought it was just me. And that's kind of like the energy of this week is like, we're really going to start to build community through this like mutual energy of like kind of feeling shitty and feeling unclear and feeling foggy and feeling like we're kind of in a a limbo of like exhaustion Um, and just through realizing like we're not the only ones experiencing this we're really going to create more of a connection with the people around us Um, that will also lend us to feel empowered and feel inspired to take more action to make the changes that we've been wanting to take and make in our lives and we'll have more energy to that to do that as well as this emotional wave clears halfway through the week. Um, honestly, the the like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday looks better than the first half of this week just because that we have that emotional wave still in transit for Monday through Wednesday, most of Wednesday. Um, and then we have Mercury moving into gate 36 as well, which it is joining Neptune. So there will feel like kind of like I was talking about earlier, like it's just going to feel like our communication isn't as concise or clear 
um, maybe a little bit spacey. Again, our sleep might be off. We might be getting a lot of weird or vivid dreams still. Like that's still a thing because we do have so much in Pisces right now. Um, and that's, like I said, it's clearing up, but it's, it's really kind of taking a while, um, longer than I had expected, honestly, to clear up and to have us really like be gearing towards taking action and initiating the changes that we want to make in our lives. And we also on Tuesday had a really big transit where Mars was squaring Uranus. So it's kind of felt like this week has started off like, okay, I want to do these things. I have all these ideas, but one, I have no freaking energy right now. I feel like emotionally burnt out and exhausted and just like up and down and chaotic. And like, I want to make these changes. I want to take action towards innovating these things in my life, but there's still this kind of like roadblock in the way. And that roadblock is mostly result of a result of this emotional wave that's kind of been um, building in us. Like I said, it's going to clear halfway through the week. So Thursday and Friday will feel better. But there's just going to just know there's going to be this energy to start the week off of like, and we're already kind of in this, like it's Tuesday as I'm recording this. So like, <laughs> we've already been in this a little bit. That's why I'm not recording this till Tuesday. Um, because I'm experiencing this too. And it's been rough. It's like, yes, I want to take these changes. I want to do all these things. But I just know the timing is off. And if I were to like try to do them now, it just wouldn't go well. And that's kind of, again, lends that emotional wave of like, we need to wait a little bit until we feel more clear about the things that we want to take action towards. It's kind of like there's this war between like those changes, taking the action and then like being disciplined with them too. Like we have Saturn here in the mix. Venus is kind of like in between Saturn and Mars right now, like <laughs> kind of like wanting there to be more balance, wanting there to be more harmony, but there's just kind of not right now. There's just this feeling, this general consensus of just being unclear, being foggy, being in transition. And again, like I said at the beginning, it's due to the fact that there's more going on behind the scenes than we can really see. Um, that's really just kind of gearing us up for these changes when they, when it's the right time to be taking action towards them. Um, okay. So I touched on, we have Mercury moving into gate 36, which is, let me pull up my human design chart because I'm just reading this for my planner and that's not helpful. I'm a visual person. I'm right brained over here. So we got to have the visuals. Um, so yeah, Mercury, like I said, will be joining Neptune in gate 36, which is in the solar plexus. So this will kind of also lend us to feel a little bit like in those emotions. Um, gate 36 is, I don't remember what exactly it's called. I really don't like the names of the gates. I feel like I say this almost every episode. <laughs> um, gate 36 is the gate of crisis. So it's like an awareness of needed change through the pain and confusion of particular experience. And so that lesson, the lesson of this gate and the lesson of this transit is to really allow the cycles of confusion to move us to clarity, to move us to change and the rebirths that occur through this. But it really takes that 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 being started by a little bit of confusion, right? A little bit of crisis in order to kickstart the change that's needed. And so just know with Mercury here, that's kind of going to be how our mental space is. Um, you know, our thought loops are going to be maybe just kind of like going on a rampage, wanting to, tending to go on a rampage. So mindfulness is really important thing to practice this week as well. Um, and Neptune is here too. So it's kind of like, this is a little bit of, um, you know, our, our dreams, our, our visions, our, our future is kind of like tied up in this, 
this kind of cycle right now of confusion that's eventually going to lead us to clarity that will create change but it's like again we're really kind of not there yet and so this is just kind of like a temporary setback in order for things to be kind of behind the scenes reworked realigned reassessed so that we can inevitably like align with the things that are meant for us and make the step take the steps and make the changes towards that in the right timing like there's a reason that all this is happening right now and it's really important to just kind of trust and surrender to this process and know that it's all coming together even if it doesn't feel like it or we don't see the results of that yet and then on thursday we have the sun moving into gate 17 and earth moving into gate 18 so gate 17 is in the mind um, so this will be a little bit of kind of like um, a mental activation of like wanting to learn about things wanting to kind of um, just kind of for like mm, like analyze things and we have the channel right now that's connecting the mind and the throat so a lot of us are feeling this kind of like pull to share our ideas, to share our things with the world. Um, and so gate being the sun being in gate 17, the, this is the gate of opinion. And this gate really offers opinions about what will work and what not. So we're going to be feeling this kind of like pull to just kind of like experiment with things to see what will work and what not. And again, we're since the sun is now in Aries, we're going to be kind of feeling this pull to like take more action, to do more things. Um, and just kind of like try things out to see how they will go. Um, this gate two is all about like mastering logic through the correction of patterns. So there's going to be a big focus in our day to day of like kind of analyzing um, and judging ourselves in a way that's like having us look at the patterns that we have. Um, either mental patterns like mental stories and mental perceptions or like actual habits in our day to day lives and just kind of like observing those becoming more aware of what those are and if they are or not serving us and if they are or not working for us in the long term so really kind of having us just reassess the the way that we're going about our daily lives and like how our habits and our patterns are either hindering us or helping and supporting us to move towards that future vision that we want to take action towards but still feel like there's kind of like this waiting period that we're experiencing um, and then the earth being in gate 18, which is in the spleen, um, gate 18 is the gate of correction. This gate is kind of like a drive to challenge what needs correcting. So you can kind of probably um, gather, right, that these gates play off each other. So it's kind of like we're going to be reassessing our lives. We're going to be reassessing our habits, our patterns, so that we can kind of see what needs correcting. Um, and it might create this kind of like sense of disappointment, but it's really important to just like reframe that and kind of just see it as like an observation and not be hard on ourselves or anything like that for like judging ourselves or getting like disappointed with ourselves for having a certain pattern or habit and just like noticing it and being aware of it and being like, oh, okay, I can just shift this. Like that's really all it takes. Um, and this gate is like what that calls for with the earth being here. It's like this is what really needs to happen in order for us to feel a little bit grounded right now. So and this will create more of a harmony in our lives as well. So the lesson with this gate and with both of these gates being in transit, right, with the sun and the earth being in these gates, it's like we really need to be using discernment and a little bit of logic to know what is needed what changes are needed in order to make those corrections in our lives and if it benefits 
the collective as well as ourselves. Like if it really benefits our future vision and how we want to serve the collective, how you want to help the collective and making those changes in a way that's more just like, okay, I need to make this change because it's going to help me. But like making it because not only is it going to help you, but it's also going to help the people that you want to help, right? Kind of leading by example, um, so to speak, which is also where we have Uranus right now in gate 24, which I think I've touched on in another episode. Um, and then what else do we have going on as it relates to really the biggest thing I see in the astrology is like I said, that Mars squaring Uranus where it feels like there's this like friction, like we want to make these changes, but it's just like not the right time. Um, because we just kind of need, there's just, yeah, there's just like not enough clarity right now. Um, and then, like I said, we have Venus moving closer to Saturn and Neptune will be conjunct Mercury. So it will just feel like we have this like mental fogginess and things just like aren't very clear. Um, and those are the biggest things I see in astrology. If you guys have noticed, I've kind of shifted to like talking less about what's going on in the astrology because I feel like honestly, like, yes, it's important to touch on the astrology transits, but like lately the human design transits have really been like the big uh, uh, impactors, um, for what we're feeling on a collective level. So that's kind of how I'm shifting my focus. Have you, as you probably noticed, <laughs> like she's not touching, she's not talking much about astrology anymore. Um, and really talking more about human design. Um, because again, like human design is really like, where in your body is this being affected? Like, how is this affecting your energy? And astrology is that too, but it's more like, on an etheric esoteric collective level um like really when it's not until we bring the astrology home to your chart right can we see how it impacts you as an individual whereas human design kind of shows us like how we'll be impacted on it like a human level um versus astrology just kind of shows us the overall energy um okay so the last thing i want to touch on before i wrap up this week's episode is, oh, and then I'll go into a little brief um, overview of next week too, um, is on Saturday, we have Venus moving into gate 49, which it will be joining Saturn. Like I talked about, um, I touched on a little bit earlier. I haven't really talked about it yet, but I touched on it briefly earlier. Um, so what this is like signifying to me is Saturn, Venus getting closer to Saturn. It's like really getting disciplined really getting committed to whatever our our dreams, our manifestations, our goals, and our aspirations are as it relates to like our future vision and our higher kind of like purpose and what we've kind of been gearing up for this whole time. Like all year, you have had this dream or this thing in mind that you want to do. And it's like I'm, I'm saying, right, this timing is just not there yet. It's not there yet. And Venus getting closer to Saturn is really kind of like the final – push for you to really take the action and to really get kind of like a game plan in in the works I'll say um to really like be able to take that action when the timing is right when your authority is really like yeah it's like it's go time um Venus joining Saturn is like kind of like that for me it's like a push of getting serious about our relationships our finances and our manifestations um, and our values and how those are all playing into this future vision that we have for ourselves that we're all like 
like we have in the back of our minds, right? Or some, most of you in probably the forefront of your minds of like, I want to do this thing. I want to do this thing, but it just, I don't have the energy. I'm just not clear enough yet. Like that is like the vision is getting more and more clear. And this is kind of like our final, like, um, yeah, like just time to get serious about whatever it is and really start to make that game plan and get organized so that when the timing is right, you're ready, you're prepared, right? So Venus joining Saturn in gate 49. Uh, gate 49 is the gate of principles. And I feel like I've talked about this gate before on the podcast because Saturn has been here. Um, excuse me. This gate like pushes for change, right? And I feel like, again, this is what I've been talking about for like the past few weeks of like, we're about to make a lot of changes that are really going to bring about significant life altering events and things for not only yourselves, but for like the collective and for humanity as a whole. And because this gate, like I said, is all about a push and a drive for change, um, but not just for the sake of power, not just for the sake of like money or anything like that, anything like material, but for the sake of a higher principle and really to move the collective forward in really big ways that are super needed. So this is kind of why this time right now is like an incubation period, why we're all kind of feeling like we're in limbo because we're really gearing up to make these really big changes. And this time is like requiring us to yes, rest and recharge that will have the energy for it, but also to kind of like be brainstorming and be forming ideas and getting our lives together, being organized, having this foundation on which to build so that we can move forward with these changes. And again, when the timing is there, when the timing is right, when it's, when it's quite literally go time. Um, and this gate is also the lesson of this gate. One of the lessons of this gate is also to be really selective about the people that are allowed access to your energy. So this has been showing up a lot for me. Um, just people like wanting my time, wanting to ask me questions and like just kind of like like take up my time for free um, without wanting to like book a session or you know what I mean? Kind of just like this is a, a way that this has been showing up for me with Saturn being here. Um, and, and then my fifth house, like this is directly related to my passion, my creativity. And I've been noticing like, wow, I'm really getting tested in this area. People asking me to like do trades instead of like paying me in full for my sessions, for readings. And I'm like, no, like I've been learning this lesson for the past year. Like I'm ready to pass this test. Like I'm not going to give away my time and energy for free anymore. Um, it doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve the people I'm here to serve and the people I'm here to help. So that's kind of a way that this has been showing up for me. And again, this gate is really prompting us to make these changes in our lives that bring about significant positive change for not only ourselves, but for those around us and making sure that they're in line with higher principles and higher values that really can create sustainable change for people that also move everyone else and ourselves towards this higher vision and, and whatever it is we have in mind that we're wanting to create for our future and not settling um like with the old just because we think that we need to or we think that we should or just because it's like comfortable or just because it's like being you know brought to our awareness to our attention like no you don't have to say yes to anything just because it's being asked of you and that in itself is of a lesson like no is the most powerful word that you could use and I honestly think that we need to all be saying no more and being more selective of the people that we're allowing access to our energy. 
Um, because if we're just allowing everyone access to our energy, we really can't impact as many people, right? Um, you are your, your biggest resource. You're kind of really all that you have at the end of the day. So you have to take care of your energy and make sure that you are protecting who has access to it and how people get access to it. Okay. And then, oh, we have Mercury moving into gate 25, which is in the G center. So I kind of touched on this last week because we have two other active channels in the G center right now. So this is really prompting for us to all get really clear on the direction that we're moving. Um, like I've just been saying this whole time, the changes that we're making, like how we're moving forward in our lives and really allowing us to just kind of slow down so that the universe can really work in our favor and so that we're not kind of trying to rush this process and move things along too quickly. Um, timing is everything when it comes to alignment, right? Oh, yes, I did touch on gate 25 last week because we have the sun there right now before it moves into gate 17. Um, so gate 25, again, just reiterating from last week, is the spirit of the self, and this gate is meant to express its love for humanity through unconditional acceptance. Um, and it also kind of creates this focus and this activation and amplification of one's natural healing abilities. So we're all kind of like experiencing in you know, whatever way this shows up for you, an activation and an opening of our, our healing abilities, whatever your psychic ability is, whatever your cognition is, we're all kind of experiencing like an activation and acceleration of that right now. And kind of feeling this call to create community, to share gifts, and to share acceptance and love with the people around us and, and the people that we're here to serve. And those are the major transits, the major gate uh, movements we have going on for this week. Um, on Sunday, we have Mercury moving into Aries. Thank goodness. Oh, and last week, too, I touched on um, void of courses being really important for emotional. So I'll touch on those as well. Um, there's a void of course. Doo -doo -doo, there's one Tuesday morning. Um, there's a void of course doo -doo -doo, Thursday from early morning, about five, 6 a.m. to uh, about 3 p.m. This is Pacific time. And then there's the Void of Course again on Saturday from about 5 p.m. Pacific to, well, this one is a really short one. It's only about an hour from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time. So those are when the moons are Void of Course. And again, those are really important times for emotional authorities to just be aware of. Um, might be times where your emotional wave feels heightened or things or that kind of just like fogginess or unclearness feels heightened. Um, and then, okay, we Sunday, Mercury moving into Aries. I'm so freaking excited for things to be moving into Aries, guys. It has needed, this has been a long time coming and I'm so freaking stoked. Um, why does it say, oh, Mercury will be sextiling Pluto on Saturday. So there will be a lot of changes in um, our mental space. It might feel like things might get a little bit melancholy or be a little bit dark on Saturday. So just be aware of that. Um, but it will not last very long. It will be something that happens. Like it's a quick, quick transit there. And then I'll go into a brief update of next week, which, oh my gosh, next week is April guys. Well, happy spring. Um, so on the 28th, of March, we have Venus conjoining Saturn, like I touched on a little bit earlier. So this will be the final push day where it's like, okay, 
it's time to get serious about that thing that I've been wanting to do. Like, and it feels like this is the kind of time to do it. Um, especially with Mercury being like in Aries already, it's like, or by this day it will be, it's like, it's time to take the action and we're like ready for it and we're geared up for it. And then what else do we have going on next week? That's kind of big. Um, the sun, sun will be conjunct Mercury on Saturday next week. Um, and we'll have that Venus Saturn conjunction will last a few days. And then April will begin and it will really feel like, okay, it's time. And I feel like a lot of you will really um, feel like the fog has lifted, so to speak, and it's really time to take action. And then, like I said, too, I touched on the beginning of the episode on late on the 31st, we have the new moon in Aries. So it's like a great time to set intentions around whatever you're, whatever ways that you're wanting to show up, whatever ways you're wanting to really lead with bravery, lead with courage and start something new, excuse me, in your life and really kind of like recognizing your own strength and how you can move forward with your gifts using that strength and using your bravery and your courage and and confidence. I feel like we'll have a re renewed sense of like confidence and courage to be able to push forward and to take action that is needed towards whatever changes we want to make and whatever we're creating that's really going to have a long-term impact, not only for ourselves, but on the world around us. Like a lot of you that are listening, I know you have heart-centered businesses and like are here to lead us into a new vision of earth. And like, it's time to, it's time to show up. It's time to start taking that action towards whatever that is for you. Whatever like came first from your heart that was like, oh, this thing, I could do this thing. That's it. Like, and really starting to do that. And showing up in that way and again kind of make a game plan for yourself so that you're prepared when the time is right and that's all I have for you guys for this week so I hope that resonated hope that was helpful let me know shoot me a message on Instagram I've been hearing from a lot more of you recently and I love it I love to hear from you guys so thank you so much for reaching out and for letting me know that you're listening and that it's helpful for you and that it's impacting you I so appreciate it. And I'm just so grateful to be here and be doing this and um, that we're doing it together. Like I'm not alone. So yeah, I love you all. Have an amazing week and I'll see you in the next episode.